Next time on a very spooky fine dining podcast, the season one finale, TGI Fridays the 13th. Oh, you betcha. Pineapple's gonna hit the fan as Michael's son Juicy, or in this episode, Juice Son Voorhees, <laughs> goes on a murderous rampage and no one is safe. It gets real spooky, it gets real bloody, and not everyone's gonna make it to the end of the episode. Who will live, who will die? Listen to Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, break down a trip to TGI Fridays based on the atmosphere, the service, and the food, and try not to be scared to death. Hear the thrilling finale of Fine Dining, Wednesday, October 25th, wherever you get your podcasts. If Harry doesn't want to be chased in a car, maybe he should get on a train. I'm Harry Langley-Swindon, and this is Nonsensor. Hello and welcome to Non-Censored, the podcast that wraps up all the best bits from my very real daily radio show into one easy-to-digest highlights package. Now this week we're giving you highlights from our comprehensive coverage of the National Conservatism Conference, which we were at all week, weren't we, Producer Martin? Yes, indeed. Uh, we spoke to the world's strictest teacher, Caitlin Babblingbrook, who spoke about how important discipline is. We spoke to historian Professor Dougal Moogle about the future of national conservatism. And Ishan Akbar gave us his hot and spicy takeaway of the conference. Uh, we should say that our coverage of the National Conservatism Conference is brought to you in association with the Henry Ford Society of America, Hungary's Institute for Normal Families, and the French Le Pen Academy of Totally Normal Opinions for Normal People. It's just been such a wonderful week. You really felt that the spirit of Margaret Thatcher was with us, you know? Yes, it, it certainly felt like she was looking up at us and approving of everything she heard. Now, as ever, there was so much we didn't have time to include. For example, we had a wonderful feature about wild swimming, like you'd have in The Observer with Conservative MP Damien Green. Yes, uh, sadly, we had to hold that material back until we're sure that we aren't liable for any illness. It will fingers crossed that Damien makes a full recovery, and you can hear that sometime soon. We also had a brand new segment with Brendan Clark-Smith, where he explains how much more affordable life is if you just buy cheaper things. But unfortunately, he hadn't signed the release form to let us put that out and says he won't until we've offered him a better fee. Next week, we're recording a Time for Questions episode, so please do send in any questions you may have for Harriet, Ishan and me to nonsensedpodcast at gmail.com. But let's start with the esteemed historian Professor Dougal Moogle, who had some very interesting things to say at this week's National Conservatism Conference. Dougal Moogle, what a pleasure to have you here. I mean, I listened to you at the conference and I felt that it only scratched the surface of the wonderful views you have and I, I can't wait to deep dive into them. Thank you. It's lovely to be in a place where people that have rational thoughts, reasonable discussions, mm. are able to talk about tolerating other people yes. and looking forward to building a, a country that we want to live in. Yes, I thought what was wonderful is just meeting people who like-minded individuals with the, the same views and the same beliefs 
and you know everyone agreeing with you. And I thought, well, this is what debate should really be, isn't it? We're a congregation and we've been mm. looking for a church for a long time. And I feel like we, I mean, of, of course, there'll be people listening to this who are saying, oh, why, why aren't they looking for a mosque? Why aren't they looking for a Gurdwara or something <laughs> like that? But I'm sorry to say, <laughs> I'm sorry about this, but we were looking for a church. Uh, we lived in this country and we, we respect the values of this country. So we've come together and it was really wonderful to see a, a flock in front of us. And we had the, the vergers and the curates uh, all there. Um, hello, uh, Mr. Moogle. Uh, this is producer Martin. I was just wondering, um, there's some lovely imagery there about the church, but um, perhaps the uh, comments that have made most of us stir from your speech um, were the ones that um, suggested that Nazi Germany uh, was just was just them sort of mucking up nationalism. I mean, well, those I, I understood when I made those remarks that they were a controversial opinions that there were things that people may not be comfortable about talking. But the difficulty is, is that people in this country now are being told that they, they mustn't have any pride in the things that their countries have done. They're feeling ashamed and they're feeling guilt right. of all of these things. We're holding so much baggage from the blob who are telling us facts just because they're telling us that they are yes. facts, that we should be ashamed of these things. When you look at the wonderful things that this country has done, you look at yes. things like uh, Section 28, for example, and um, making sure that children knew what sexuality was supposed to be. Wonderful things like that. Wonderful things like the work we did in Kenya in the 1950s. Yes. The peacekeeping right. role that we have had in Northern Ireland, for example. From 1916, you look at when we sent our peacekeeping black and town force to make mm. sure that the people in Northern Ireland were safe. And we forget about all of these things and we focus on the, the so-called controversial things that the left would have us believe are negative things that this country has done. They're very good at spinning this round. Dougal, it's so interesting you say this because it just makes me think that we are often saviours. Absolutely. You know, who are white. And we're not allowed to be proud of that. That's the thing. Mm. And nowadays, and I'm sure many people will find this offensive, but if you take a boy and a girl, uh, yes, I have gendered them. But, so the boy, let's say they are born in the southeast of England, they go to Eton and then they go to Oxford. The girl, let's say, is born somewhere in the north of England, is from a working class background, is a, is, is, she's a little black girl. Now, which of these two children suffers more prejudice in their life? Which will have the fewer advantages? Um, well, I think I know where you're going with this. I, I would, I would suggest that perhaps um, a, a a black girl, of course, from you the would north say that the little England black girl has fewer advantages. Whereas actually, look at the little white boy who goes to eat. Mm. What is he? Yeah. Look at him. Is he going to break through and become the chairman of a multinational company? Is he going yeah. to be well, leader he, of a news probably. organization? Is he going to be the prime minister? Does he have those chances nowadays? Nowadays, the way that the blob would like us to go, yeah. those children are the least advantaged yeah. people in this country. Now, I'm someone that was Could able I... to break through. I, even though yes. I went to Eton and I'm white, I managed oh, to break people. through and yes. have a career as a gent. I'm sure everyone's very proud. Um, I, I just have a, a question about the blob 
of course, um, which does cause it does seem to be causing a lot of trouble here. What what exactly do you mean when you say the blob? The cultural Marxists, the people that would like us to tear our history apart and right. feel ashamed for everything that we've done, the people that would like us to yes. believe that we live in a country where racism happens. And I'm sorry, oh. but I have not seen any Nor examples of that happening. People, they would like us yeah, to believe I... that across the country, millions, every second of every day, yes. there are racist acts happening or acts of aggression happening. And I don't know about you, but I haven't seen that. Yes. Also, Dougal, I know black people and they seem fine. Absolutely. Well, yeah. Compelling arguments both. I, I think there have been some... Tell me, in the last... I'm going to give you five seconds and I want yes. you to tell me an example of a racist act that you have seen recently. Five, I think four, some of the three, things that you two, said were one. borderline, you can't possibly do it. You can't do it. Racist. You can't do it. Um, can't do you don't it. know the them. They Kenya didn't and them. Ireland. No, uh, no it's well, because... No, look, okay, it's... it's very tricky when you're on the spot, though, isn't it? I'm not... I'm not sort of designed for debating. I'm more but, but, but here to, producer um, Martin. You need you know, to be put on the spot flounder. because this is why the National Conservative is is so good and so important. Because too often we just get fed these wokey ideas, and this is a place where we can be fed the right ideas. So and that's, that's to, what I want. Could I just just so to, the, um, be clear? This uh, are you saying that this is a um, this is a safe space, and you're pro safe spaces? Oh, Martin. We are pro-free speech. We want less regulation. We want everybody to have their freedom, to have their liberty. Those are the core tenets of the National Conservative Movement. Free speech, people living their lives as they want, as long as those lives are within the cultural values that we have. That's beautiful. So if you were to sum it up in a slogan, perhaps would you say white lives matter? Well, if you were to say that, you'd get bit... in hot water. Mm, right. You would get in hot water. Yeah, I what mean, we're saying probably quite that rightly so. We are saying that everybody should have the freedom to express themselves because we are constantly being silenced, being cancelled. Mm. And the woke blob are telling us what we can and can't say. And we are saying that's enough. Yeah. We want to be able to express ourselves. We are, we are prepared to tell people what our, our needs are. Yes. And those are to have a man and a woman living together, married, having children. Mm. That's yeah. so wrong. It does and, sound... and also, can I just butt in? Because, Martin, you've been incredibly chatty. I'm so interview. sorry. Yes, yes. You've been incredibly just... chatty. And I've noticed, Dougal, this happens with him. And the thing is, actually, what you're doing, producer Martin, with your little smart aleck comments, which, you know... Dougal is too too polite to mention, but I get what you're where you're going with it. And I'm saying what you're doing is you're trying to silence Dougal, and Dougal will not be silenced. Well, I mean, Dougal. Well, just Dougal. because you're you're okay, saying. Just, sorry, I thought you'd been silenced. I thought no, I was just checking there that we hadn't. He won't be silenced. You you can't you can't make him. You can't do that. Mm, you can't do that. That's not in the values of our country. It's not in the values. I will say that it's very easy to say things as though they are true and expect me to gobble that up. Please, Dougal, I'm not trying to make you gobble anything. It's it's just that's not my role here, you know. 
this is a gobble-free zone. Mm, because that stuff that you're feeding me is pretty tangy. Before we leave you, because I know you're a very busy man, you've got lots of opinions to opinionate, could you, for our listeners who didn't have the joy of listening to your speech, what was the main thing you were trying to bring across? Pride. My mm. speech was all about pride, about yeah. people feeling proud of themselves, of yeah. being able to express themselves, of they're being proud of their body, being yeah. proud of who they are. Mm. And that was a it wonderful experience yeah. to, uh, we'll, to we'll... look out on a sea of faces who were all agreeing and thinking, I have a place. I have a right to be here. I am not ashamed of who I am. Yes. A lovely white middle-class man. And that's why I ended with M people's What Have You Done Today to Make You Feel Proud as my exit music. That's so beautiful. Very moving. Well, Dougal, thank you so much. And listen, I just hope you don't let the Wokies get you down. And I hope that we see a lot more white middle-class men around. This is the start of our Mm. fight. This is where it starts. We've only just begun. Now sit up straight, because it's time to hear from Caitlin Babblingbrook, the greatest teacher in Britain. I would have loved to have her teach. Oh, I would have loved to have had a teacher like her when I was younger, wouldn't you, Martin? Well, I would certainly have got my homework in on time, I suppose. Exactly, because otherwise she'd have punished you, and no offence, Martin, but you don't look like you could take being told off by a teacher now you're 40, let alone when you were 12. Anyway, let's take a listen. Caitlin, best headmistress in the world, I'm calling it. Oh, thank you. It's it's not about me, it's about the kids and about how well they do under my leadership. But thank you. Let's talk about the kids because, mm. I mean, in your big speech, you spoke about the kids of today Mm-hmm. and where they're heading. And what do you think the main problems are now in education? Uh, it's wokeism. It's wokeism. Mm. And you can't argue with me mm. on that unless you are the world's greatest head teacher, which I am. Yeah, wokeism yeah. is and, and a not. mind virus that is infecting every school except mine. And it is a sad wow. thing because those children will one day be running the country, especially with the GCSE results that I get. And if you have any argument with my mm. methods, ask yourself, have you ever met anyone who is happy who has less than 10 GCSEs at grade seven or above? That's so, that is so true. That is mm-hmm. so true. And mm-hmm. what do you do? You must have cases in your school where the wokeism sort of creeps in. Mm-hmm. How do you stamp it out? How I stamp it out Mm. is with my methods, which you cannot argue with. I start the day by getting the children to recite back to me uh, Alec Baldwin's speech from Glengarry Glen Ross. Uh, They all recite it uh, in perfect iambic pentameter. Then it's off Mm. to class where they are forbidden to leave the classroom for any reason whatsoever. If you have to soil yourself, then maybe you'll learn not to do that tomorrow. At lunch, they all sit with a teacher and discuss only 
my genius methods of teaching. Then it's back to more class. Did you soil yourself in the first class of the day? Well, then you're still sitting in that and maybe you'll learn not to do that tomorrow. And then they go home mm. to do four hours of homework and then it's back to school the next day. You'd better get that Glengarry Glen Ross speech perfectly today, Samuel. Wow. Um, wow. Caitlin, producer Martin mm. here. Hi, thanks for coming mm -hmm. on the programme. Um, I've got to say, I'm I'm a father and I have two children in the school system right now. And, um, you know, I, I mean, I'm not a teacher, but I do feel like perhaps there are other issues other than the woke per se that, that schools need to focus on. Um, you know, encouraging creativity, um, you know, uh, pl playing well together, socialising, uh, all these things, literacy rates even in, in certain areas. Um, do you not think that maybe they should be more of a focus than um, stamping out this woke agenda? Can I ask you something, Producer Martin? Uh, yes. How's your sure. wife? Jane, why does everyone want to keep on talking? But Jane is doing very well, actually. She's nearly finished her novel and she'll soon be moving back into the house. So she's she's very good. Thank you. Interesting. So you believe that my genius, unquestionable methods are an issue, yet there you are not living in the same house as your wife. What? No, it is. Listen, she I say, listen, OK, she likes to go to a nearby Airbnb because it you know, it's it's very noisy in the house sometimes. Um, Lucy, our dog, is is going through a stage at the moment. She likes stealing instruments, and we have a lot of instruments in the house, so it's it's noisy and unpredictable. And I, for one, don't blame her. But um, this this isn't really about my uh, my personal life. Um, Interesting. It's uh, uh, a house of music, well. but not marriage. Okay. Wow. I mean, I don't know how this has turned around on me. Uh, well, producer Martin, you have to to be be careful because you have to try and dodge Caitlin's laser focus. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, when it comes I feel to these like matters. I've got to say, I don't know if um, many of our listeners will recognise this, but it, it it all sounds a lot like the um, the Demon Headmaster. It sounds like we're literally rolling out the plot of the Demon Headmaster. His results were excellent. Just what some people might say. Yes, well, I was yes, going to say no. he wasn't all bad though, Martin. He wasn't all bad. He did he hypnotised the children. To get yeah, excellent was, GCSE results, which mm, is all that matters. I think people will look back at him and see he was rather misunderstood. He had green uh, eyes. The prefects. You only have to change one letter and you have the melon headmaster. And we like melons. That's, I mean, that is, you make a good point there. We do like melons, but. I just, I just personally feel that there are other elements that the school system should be focusing on. Well, well it's interesting wrong. what Martin says here, Caitlin, mm. because you have had a bit of a backlash for some of your comments and <laughs> um, people saying a lot stronger stuff than Martin. What is it about you that makes people so angry? People are threatened by the very thought of attending a dinner party where... Everyone there doesn't just agree with every single one of their wokery points. Yes. People are threatened yes. by the fact that they don't have 10 GCSE grades 7 or above. And when I am finished with the school system, a new Britain will emerge with everybody tweeting under their own name. I will reign supreme under my own name, which is Mrs. Snuffleupagus. Wow. Right, well, um... 
Why did well, you change Caitlin, your name? It's such a lovely, beautiful name. Caitlin, what would you like to say to the people who've suggested that your rhetoric is a bit, um, a bit like a fascist? Fascism has lost all meaning. Suddenly, everyone is a fascist mm. if you just don't agree with them. Tell me, am I yes. a fascist for inviting Jordan Peterson to sit with the children and tell them what to think? He came to that my school. That is a very good, very good question. Wow, those lucky kids. Those mm -hmm. lucky kids. Mm. Did he? Because, I, you know, I've had Jordan round a few times. Very, very interesting man. But I found that when we wheeled out the pudding, he always started crying. Oh, yes. I think he only mm. eats raw meat. So well, all mm. the... in some ways, easier to, to cater for him. At, at the Michelangelo school, all the children do eat the same food. Uh, unfortunately, on the day that Jordan did come in to speak to the children, there was vinegar on the chips and, um, well, we'll call it he had an episode. But until he yeah. uh, helped himself to two chips off a plate, Jordan was speaking nothing but sense and being just a real source of inspiration for the school. You can't just have people come into your school who are people you agree with, which is why I invited Jordan Peterson. So you don't agree with Jordan Peterson? No, I agree with him on absolutely every single point he's ever made. Oh, you agree with you agree with Yes. Yeah. I, what, those lucky kids. Mm. Those lucky kids. I mean, not many kids get to do that. No. You know, to to learn true discipline and listen mm. to Jordan Peterson on their lunch breaks. I, mm -hmm. I can't think of a better education. Um. Could I just um, make a, a, a small suggestion that perhaps, um, well, I don't know if you ever take take the children away on, you know, away days, little little trips. Maybe you could take them to to Thorpe Park or to the zoo. You know, some something quite fun and you know culturally nourishing like that. Tell do, me do, something, do you ever producer take Martin. To... Would you allow a prisoner to leave the prison grounds just because they fancied it? Mm. Well, I mean, not just because they fancied it. I mm, do see a slight problem. You'd allow in, prisoners. In, in you'd allow prisoners of... out of a prison. Convicted criminals. I mean, you'd allow them outside the prison. Okay, that's no, not what I'm saying. I I feel like children are more um, willing. Um, you know, um, mentees. They're just there along to learn, maybe, rather than be. Re They'll learn that they can never leave the classroom. Kind of terrible crime. Uh, understood. Well, Caitlin, thank you very, very much for coming on the show. You've been an absolute inspiration. Mm. And will continue to be. Finally this week, we got Ishan Akbar's hot and spicy takeaway of the week. And I will just say straight up that there was a bit of a mix-up this week. Yes, and not for the first time. Ishan didn't appear to be totally across his brief. Oh, like you can talk, Martin. I ask you to do an interview with Danny Kruger next week, and what did you say? Well, yeah, that's just because next Thursday's the 25th of May, and I, I'm I'm busy that night because I'm going to see Suze Kempner at the Leicester Square Theatre. Well, if you like that sort of thing, I suppose, but personally, I don't see why anyone would pay to see someone make them laugh when they could just stay at home and listen to podcasts that make them smile. Anyway, with this hot and spicy takeaway of the conference, here's Ishan Akbar. Hello, Ishan. How are you? Hello, Harriet. I'm all starry-eyed after a 
big, big week. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. Well, I can't wait to hear about this. What is your hot and spicy takeaway of the week? Well, as you know, this week has seen uh, a gathering of some of the biggest heavyweights in mm. this country. Yes. And a lot have been made about some of the comments and let's call them performances that we've witnessed. Okay. And personally, my hot and spicy takeaway of the week is that this conference was much ado about nothing. You know, it was so much more, dare I say it, woke than one what? might have expected of such a conference. You know, a little person was given a little mask. The mask was bigger than him. And he just think it was a bit of a navel-gazing slap on the back. And then this Asian woman turned up. And I thought, oh, this is good. She's yeah. one of us. She, yeah. she, she'll have good things to say. Yeah. And she started banging on about how we need more Asian people. No, oh, no, 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 There's no. Isha, no, she didn't. No, no, she said it, we should we should keep them out. Keep the other ones out. No, no, oh, no. She was yeah. saying that we need Ishan, can, more. Can I just check? And she said we shouldn't feel bad about how we've treated them in the past. Um, was, and was, she was, said that, so it's true, because she's Asian. And I'm allowed to repeat it because she's Asian. And it was said by an Asian person. Yes, but then she said that the way we, you know, Asian people haven't always had the opportunity to be treated badly. That's the thing with equality is you need to be, you need to be present and visible in order to be treated badly. And that's... That's a good thing. Yeah. The more, no, the I, more... I think I, I think I see what's happened here. Ishan, um, was was the Asian lady that was speaking? Was it Mira Sayal? Is that? I think think you might think you might have been at the Baftas, mate. Is this the Baftas? Sa- Were people Isha? dressed looks... particularly nice? Nicer than most conservatives do dress. Well, I mean, you can't just make a sweeping generalisation about how conservatives dress. I think they dress very nicely, Anne Whittaker. But there was some, 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 you know, pretty out there, fashionable. Yeah, um, there was lots of you know, glitz. Yes, yeah. Mira yeah. Sayal. Yeah. No, it was def- definitely Suella. Mm, wasn't was, it? Okay, how no, about this? Ishan, was Sanjeev Bhaskar there? Because I think that's that's the that's the classic. Oh, Probably the little Asian man. Up to the... Well, I don't think he's that small. Yes, he was there. Yes, he was. Yeah, that's the Baftas. You're at the Baftas, mate. Yeah, that that was that was the Baftas. I thought it was odd because I thought, God, Sandy, I didn't expect you to be so right about everything. Right. When I saw him, well, I thought you're with like-minded individuals. Like I didn't know he was one of us. Yeah. I'll tell you what confused me here is because when they gave an award to the traitors, I thought that yep. was a little in joke. I thought, oh. That's funny. How is that an in-joke? Well, because, you know, they're just like, ah, oh, we're just, we're, tra- we're being traitorous to the country. But they're not, obviously. But they're like, ha, ha, ha. let's give us, let's give ourselves the award. That's what people call us, traitors. Right. Uh-huh. And, I'm just and concerned, when... uh, Producer Martin, and this is a question yes. for you, why the non-censored budget has gone sending Ishan Akbar to, to the BAFTAs. I mean, you Listen, say at this point, it's an oyster card. I, I just I just ag- well, it's, agree it's, to whatever he sends in. We share that Oyster card, Ishan, between between the three of us. Yes, but it was just like every other bloody award ceremony I've been to with this godforsaken podcast. I was there for seven hours, got nothing to eat. Oh, I was standing oh, by the door. Oh. Well, yeah, that does happen sometimes. And the thing, I mean, I mean wh- how awful that you thought you were going to a, a, an evening of scintillating chat and opinions. And instead, you you got little wokey people and no hors d'oeuvres. See, this now makes so much sense because there was that interracial couple. What's their name? 
Rob and Ramesh. Oh, they were right, there. yes. Yeah, and they were just like banging on about God knows what. And then all the, Hannah, what's her name? The footballer, football chairman woman? Waddingham. Karen I think Wadding- Waddington. Hannah Waddingham, the that's it. Sweetheart she of our nation. She was there yeah. and I thought, my God, is this what national conservatism has come to? I feel so much better because it yeah. was just a load of nonsense. It was just people. You'd you'd gone straight into the wokey snakes pit. Yes, that's I where had. You'd gone air kisses left, right, and centre. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's actually quite disgusting now that. I'm... Oh, I feel, I feel, I actually feel so much better now. Thank you so much for helping me realise that. Well, I mean, I, I I don't know what to say. I mean, were we nominated for anything? Did we win anything? At least, you know, you were there, you were representing. We this I don't is know what we could have gone up for. Um, Why did you say not... like that, Ishan? Listen, we don't need awards. This is non-censored. This is too dangerous a podcast, too dangerous a show for the mainstream yeah. media. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I suppose yeah. we are Our quite dangerous. Our success comes from no success in the mainstream. That's where mm. it comes from. Yeah. Nice. Yep. They're too nice. afraid to touch us. Too afraid to touch us. We are too hot to handle. Yeah. yeah, too controversial yeah. just for speaking what people think. Yes, we're like well, a bowl I mean, of beans in a microwave. Well, that's quite hot. Yes, you know? how? When you, when you grab a bowl, it's too hot, so you need a oh. cool. Yes, yes, you want to remove yeah. the, uh, yes. you want to make sure there's a plate on top of us in case we, um, yes. you know, gets too hot. get messy, but then you want to remove we're that like plate to hot allow some mug airflow. of coffee. Yeah, yes, hot go mug on. of coffee. Yeah, yeah. We've got the water from you, Martin. Boring. Oh, nice. The milk no, from Harriet. Though. It's not. Yeah. Nice, nutritious, and the coffee from me. Brown. Oh, this is wow. a hot mug of coffee. It it makes me think, though. You know, I think there should be a new award ceremony set up. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I thought this as well with the National Conservative Conference this week. There should be a new awards that recognises people like us who are, are sticking it to the man. And by, by the man, I mean the common man, not the... Yes, yes. The, man. So get sure. the National Conservative and the Nazi, Nazi Conference mm-hmm. and the BAFTAs. Yep. Yep. Merge them. Yes. The NAFTAs. To make it yes. glamorous. You can have awards for best free thinker, best yeah. outside the boxer. I like and the NAFTAs, it, the most NAF just, awards. Yeah, but we're reclaiming the word NAF. Yes. no one uses that yeah. anymore, do they? Like, we yeah, should we reclaim are. so many other N-words, yeah? Oh, like well, NAF. let's just start no. with this one. Right. No. Uh, and then nincompoop. No. Yeah? Okay, this is not and a list that I'm enjoying. No, we'll Neanderthal. stop now. No, we need to stop. Um, interestingly, Ishan, Norbury. don't try it. If you're the, trying to cancel yourself, don't take me and Martin down with you. No, I'm just trying. I'm just telling you the words beginning with N that we can reclaim. Ishan, um, I, perhaps I could ask you just Nefarious. about one of uh, one of the awards that was um, given out at the BAFTAs, um, the Current Affairs Award, which of course we could have been up for um, mm. if we were a television program, um, but we were not. Put up for, and in fact, it was won by the children of the Taliban. So, yes, I mean, they gave this giving... award to the children of terrorists. What? Well, I mean, the children what? of the ta- this is, I think, nepotism of the highest order. Oh you my can't goodness! Hand out awards 
to the children of the most successful terrorists. That's mm, not well, fair. Well, I'm not sure mm. that's exactly how it worked. I think there might have just been the name of the Actually, TV show. Actually, that's another end word we should reclaim. How did Nepotism. it work, Mark well, Producer Martin? Okay. We shouldn't be giving awards to terrorist children. What's next? Awards for uh, the children of Jeremy Corbyn? Oh, I think his children are quite that's talented, aren't they? At what? Quite good orators. They seem to... No, they're not. They no, they're not. They do knitting. have weed enterprises. Another N word we should reclaim: knitting. I think it starts with a K. But listen, that's an interesting hot take on the Baftas. I mean, I would just like to put in the caveat in case any of the official judging panel are listening that uh, we're very much still interested in winning an award, um, and we'd love to come along. We'll even bring our own packed lunch. We will do it that's ourselves. It. Thank you. The NAFTAs are coming. Award season will be our season one day. Well, that's it for this week. Like, subscribe, tell your friends and keep those questions coming to nonsensedpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you to Rosie Holt, Brendan Murphy, Ishan Akbar, Oliver Isard, Suze Kempner and Ed Morris. I'm Harriet Langley Swindon and we'll be back next week with more non-sponsored.